Right. Good morning, everyone. Good morning to the ones that said good morning in the chat. Good morning to Carlos, Celine, Anne-Marie, Lorenzo, Guillermo. Good morning, everyone. We're ready to get started right here. Now, let me show you my screen. If you have any questions, any questions, please write them down. Write them down in the forum, please. Write them down in the chat. More than glad to help you answer them. And we are going to get started right here. Let me share my screen with you for today's session, May 11th, 2020. All right, let's get started right here. All right. Now, I want to share with you something that I pretty much do in a daily basis. And uh, I highly recommend you do for your own business, all right? I always think about the experience, and I don't know why this is in Spanish. Somebody else, they did it here. Shouldn't not be in this one in Spanish. Anyway, it's just experience. All right, so right here, experience. So think about the top brands in the world. They never promise the best of the product what they actually provide is an experience. So I'll give you an example. For example, think about the biggest, the number one coffee brand in the world. When you think about coffee, usually you think first about who? Starbucks, right? Great. And by the way, let me know if you can hear me. Starbucks. When you think about the biggest theme park, who do you think of? Disney, right? So have Starbucks, for example, promise you at any time or do they advertise at any time that they have the best coffee in the world? Yes or no? 99.999% of the time, Starbucks will never promise you the best coffee. However, what they give you is the best experience. Theme, park, theme parks. Yes, Disney has an amazing theme park, but there are many, many, especially if you go to the Midwest in the United States, you'll see some of the most amazing theme parks in the world, way better than Disney. However, what Disney provides you is with the whole family experience, even before you get to the park and way after you go to the park, right? So Harley Davidson, for example, they never, and I don't know much about motorcycles, but Harley thinks, uh, you know, the, the people that know about motorcycles, they said the Harley Davidsons are not very good in terms of engineering. However, there is a whole experience behind the, behind the people that use that motorcycle. So why am I saying this? Well in, well, in real estate, it's exactly the same thing. What is that unique experience that you are providing your clients that is key to your success in real estate? And it's just not about service. It's a whole experience from the time you pick up your client right? And some of the top agents in Miami, and they, they pick him up in a, in a town car, right? Some, some agents, Carlos Huster right here in Miami, he shows property to his top clients, you know, by helicopter. That is a very, very unique experience. Now, I'm not asking you to go, you know, so far ahead and spend so much money on doing those things, but what unique experience and a better experience is not always about more money, but it's not enough just to be nice and to be attentive, right? So what, what can it be unique when you go into an Uber, right? And, and you have those drivers that give you the water, that give you the charger, that give you the gun, right? What experience can you provide your client so they can remember you? So remember this phrase, very, very important, all right? People forget what you say, but they don't forget how you made them feel. So something that we work very hard and it's a never ending process in the Montiel organization, it's how can we improve the experience from you, with you? And I'm the first one to admit, we are way far from perfect, but it's something that we keep improving every single day. Second thing that I wanna give you, it's community, right? Are you improving your community? Are you creating a community of buyers and sellers that want to work with you? Are you creating that, that bond with your buyers and sellers? Or are you just pitching or buying and buying and buying or selling and selling and selling with you? 
right? The number one agent in Miami, and you see he's, he has a Corley, Riley Smith, right? A Corley get together in Coconut Grove with a bunch, a bunch of people. Last week, I interviewed one of the top agents in the country, Andrew Duncan, right? Over 800 transactions a year. He has the appreciation with his clients. And he, of course, you know, he has a big budget and he goes and meet with the football uh, team in Tampa Bay. So are you creating a community with your client? Number three, are you daily, weekly, monthly increasing your list? The heart of your business is your list. And not only how big your list is, but the relationship you have with that list. Got it? And that relationship is going to increase by having a community, by, the, by providing a much better experience. Now, number four, you want to improve your business? You need to have quarterly goals, guys, every 90 days. What is your goal and the goal of your team? For those of you who already have teams, what is your goal for, the, for Q number two? And if you don't have one, after this goal, it is the time for you to set it up. Finally, who are your most valuable clients? Think about your, I have one more. Think about your most valuable clients. Who are they? And are you constantly developing that experience? Are you constantly communicating with those clients? If you ask me what has been the secret to our success and the secret that I've seen with the most uh, uh, developed with the most successful agents in the industry is these six things. If you were to ask me right now in an interview, Orlando, tell me the top things you would recommend an agent to increase their business. Of course, marketing is number one, right? You need, you need to go from being a secret agent to a real estate agent. And the only way you can do that is through marketing, right? But once the marketing has generated enough eyeballs, right? Remember, in order for people People need to hear from you. Please write this down. People need to hear from you before they buy from you. People need to hear from you before they buy from you. And the only way to do that is through marketing. And remember, in coaching, we always tell you the four quadrants of marketing. They need to know from you, hear from you for, via email, social media, online, and offline marketing, ideally from the four of them. Right, so you can then once they hear from you, you can create a very unique and valuable experience, a sense of community, develop your list, so you can now concentrate on a quarterly basis for your goals, identify your most valuable clients, and ideally have a category. A category. What do I mean by category? Well, if you've seen me in uh, personal finance. You see, you see, if you turn wherever you are in the country, and I know we have people from all over the country. If you turn on your television tomorrow at 7.45 a.m., let me put right here, this big right here. We have a lot of people in the line right here. So if you turn on and, and write it down so you, so you can see it tomorrow, it's, it's, it's going to be fun, especially for those of you who speak Spanish. So if you turn on your television tomorrow at 7.45, regardless of where you're in the country, you will see me in Univision. So Univision in your local channel, in your local TV, right? That is 23 in Miami, depends on in the country. Turn it at 7.45 and you will see me live nationwide. Why am I saying this? Well, I created a category, right? In personal finance in Spanish. It's much easier to have a, a, a category by yourself than competing somebody else's category. So before I joined Univision almost 13 years ago, I was with Telemundo. And Telemundo is owned by NBC. And they always ask me to go into the American, into the English market. But do I look American? Do I have the American accent? Of course not. So could I do that? And to a certain degree successfully? Probably, right? But understand that by saying yes to a different market at the same time, I'm taking away precious time from my main market. So what did I do? I developed a category a category just in the Spanish that were pretty much very difficult to compete with me, right? Because I developed that own category. So develop your own category, a very niche group of people, right? That you create your own niche that is going to be very difficult to compete with you, right? So those six things are the things that I'm suggesting you constantly 
work on in your business, creating a very unique experience. I'm not talking about customer service, right? Very, very, very important, created that unique experience, developing a sense of community, what we've done with the Montero organization, right? Working in quarterly uh, basis, every 90 days. So what I explained right here, all right? So that, that's key to me for you guys to understand, all right? So I said, good morning to everybody. I'm gonna go to the next one. If you have any questions, we have over 60 people right here, right now on the line, if you can see that. So we have a lot of people and I know there are a lot of questions, but I'm gonna go to the questions that I have from, uh, from last week. And if you have any questions, please post them in the chat. I wanted to share this with you because this is what we work every Monday in our weekly call before this one, our team, how are we developing the experience? How are we working with our community? How are we developing the list? I watch my list, the number of people added to my email every single day. Every single day, my team sends me a report of how many people we added to our list. Are you doing the same? Are you doing the same every single day? Are you adding people to your email list? And eventually it's gonna to come to a point where there are so many people that hear from you before that they are going to reach out to you. Remember the number one, the number one philosophy in coaching, the number one principle, I'm sorry, it's that it's much easier for people to do business with you when they find you rather than the, when you find them. So the only way to do that is by increasing your list and constantly be in front of your list. All right, so very important. Let's go to right here, the first question. Jose, by the way, who, ha who I have him here, I promised last week that I was going to answer a question and I didn't, uh, but I wanted to bring it. I answered the question live, but I wanted to bring this because it's very important and I just saw him right here. Uh, I said, so say, hello, use an email like lead conversion tool. I would like to know which days of the week and what hours during the day would you suggest to send emails? I'm trying to get better and impact, and I think I covered that last week, but I'm gonna just review it real, real, real quick, all right? Uh, ideally, email marketing, guys, every single day. If you don't feel comfortable with email marketing every single day, 99% of you, I would venture, all of you have, if you don't have the black box, just let me know, send us an email at info at Monterey Organization, but I think everybody in the line has the, the black box, right? So in the black box, we set it up, right, for two times per week, right here. It's set up for two times per week minimum, all right? You need to be in front of your clients. It's not about, in pre-licensing school, regardless of where you are in the country, they teach you that people do business with you because they like to know you and trust you. But I would say more important because you constantly remind them of what you do, right? So again, I think we touched on that last week and I remember that you need to make sure that you have an email marketing system set up for a, at minimum two times per week. If you can do it every day, even better, all right? So now, Ogain's Fleming says, how to create relevant content that feeds to website and social media that generate leads to my referral database? And I'm gonna put it right here. And I said, right here, you can go. And I'm gonna show you, for those of you who want to create more content, I'm gonna stop sharing this right here because that's one of the challenges most agents have, right? How do I create more content? With the black box, you already have the content for buyers and for sellers. But if you want to create extra content, I'm gonna give you some tips right now. You can go to uh, the Montero organization, which of course you have access to. If not, you wouldn't be able to be here. So you go into the membership and you go right into the lab, right? And you're gonna go to module number three. So I'm gonna show you that right now. If you want to create more content, all right? And I'm going to go right here and I'm going to suggest more content from here. You go right here into start coaching, all right? And from here, from start coaching, you go to English right here, and then you go to the third module, which is the offer and product, right? Right here, third module, you go right here, and then within the module, you're gonna have a below the video, under the video, you're gonna have 48 different titles, right? Whether for email, articles, or guides. You click in here, and you're going to see it, right? 48 different titles for sellers, for buyers, for investors, right? So you have more than enough information, right? Right here you have it. If you want to create your own content right here, I'm gonna give you one more, 
one more. So every single person on the line right now, every single person on the line should be sending to their database the six following points that you hear me saying every single day. Number one, you want to make sure that every single week you send to your database number of properties for sale, average price, average price per square foot, highest for sale, lowest for sale, and days on the market for the previous week, right? So for example, I see uh, Lorenzo right here. Hi, Lorenzo, this is Orlando Montiel from Coral Gables. Uh, from that, I just wanna give you that weekly market update, right? For our community in Coral Gables, there are 231 properties for sale. The average price is $478. The average price per square foot is 361. A foot, the highest for sale is a $2.9 million property. The lowest for sale is a $792,522 uh, three-bedroom house. And the days on the market on this area, it's 131 days. If you have any questions about sending your home in the area, please feel free to call me. I'll be more than glad to give you all that steps necessary, the steps that you need to make, all right, to know before making the decision of selling your home. I hope this specific weekly update helps you understand your market, and I hope to help you soon. That's it, guys. That's it. Every single day, you should send either a video or a written email with that information. All right, that is relevant information that helps everybody. Now, most of the most most of the people are not ready to sell right away. However, however, understand that you are doing the work. So whenever they're ready to take action, the first person they think of, it's you. All right, very, very, very important. So I have a question from Lisa right here from uh, Shirley, trying to locate a real estate audiobook while driving or walking, what, uh, or walking that you recommend. I did not find one, one on audio by Orlando Montiel. I don't have surely right now an audiobook. Um, the three books that I've authored have not been on audio. However, I highly recommend Lisa before listening to an audiobook that uh, you uh, watch all the Miami real estate show uh, interviews. By the way, if you're walking, if you're in the car, for those of you who have an iPhone, I'm going to show you something. We have all of our sessions, and I highly recommend Lisa and everybody else, if you have an iPhone, so you can go right here and you put podcast, podcast right here, podcast, all right, the app, and you are going to see that we have, and you look in podcast for Orlando Montiel, and you're going to see all of our sessions recorded but also all the Miami real estate shows interviews. So if you're walking, if you're doing exercise, if you're driving, I highly recommend, and you can go here into podcast. By the way, if you have an Android, you can go into Android and find your podcast application on Android, and you can listen to it too. So you're going to go here. You're going to put uh, Orlando Montiel, Orlando Montiel, Montiel, right, Montiel, and you're going to see right here the Miami Real Estate Show, right? So I highly recommend, I highly recommend that you watch this. You can, you can listen to this, I'm sorry. You can listen while you're walking, while you're driving, while you're doing exercise on your phone. All the interviews from the top, top agents around the country, highly recommend that, all right? Uh, another book that I can recommend, especially now, uh, Gary Keller from Keller Williams, the two amazing books, uh, one a long, long time ago, uh, time ago, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent, highly recommend that one, all right? Very old, but highly recommend the principles still apply, especially on how to become a, top, a, a listing agent and the importance of becoming a listing agent. And another one from him is the, from him is the one thing, all right, on audio. The one that I constantly read that is not about real estate, it's called how to not, never explain the difference. And by the way, I'm listening to it right now. I don't know if I, right here. It's never split the difference, all right? Never split the difference. If you were to have an audiobook right now, this is the one that I would recommend. Never split the difference. This is a former, the number, the, the, num, the, the former, uh, negoti the top negotiator for the FBI. And he has a company now called the Black Swine. Uh, that I highly, highly recommend. So it's never split 
the difference. Highly, highly recommend that if you want to listen to an audiobook, this would be the one, all right? The second one that I would recommend would be, uh, and I don't think I have it here. Oh, right here. No, that's, that, that would be it for us. So basically, get started with a podcast, whether you have an Android or an iPhone, listening to the Miami Real Estate Show interviews. Those are real estate agents today. That's not from five, 10 years ago. Those, what, that's what real estate agents are doing today to increase the business. So good, good, good question, uh, uh, Shirley. Very good. Thank you very much for the question. Highly recommend you, you listen to the Miami Real Estate Show. Lisa, Orlando, all of the training comes from the perspective of an agent that has listings already, not at all. Can you please give insight to a newer, very good newer agent that has no listings and no history of successful sales yet? A sales conversation from the perspective of a newer agent. Very good question, Lisa. Very, oh, I see Lisa right here. Okay, so Lisa, very simple. Uh, last Friday, I had an interview uh, with NAREP. NAREP is a nationwide, uh, uh, it's uh, the National Association for Hispanic Real Estate Agents, grown very much. And they asked me three very simple questions. Give me three tips for new agents. Give me three tips for experienced agents. And give me three tips for top agents. So for a new real estate agent, very simple. A new real estate agent is first and foremost all about specialized knowledge. It's not about general knowledge. It's not about reading a book or listening to a podcast. It's all about concrete structure knowledge. So if you have no listings, no buyers, brand new to the industry, if you're working part-time, and I'm not saying, uh, Lisa, that's your case. It's in general, right? For the newer agents in the coaching right now, what you need to develop first is the specialized knowledge. You need to pick an area, usually where you live, and that's module number one. Module number one, it's all about picking an area. All right, pick an area of 80 to 90 properties sold within the last, okay, continue, within the last 12 months. All right, and then develop the specialized knowledge. Six things that I just mentioned, right? Number of properties for sale, average price, average price per square foot, highest for sale, lowest for sale, and days on the market. You need to develop that specialized knowledge. Most new agents are looking just for tips instead of skills. Now, once you develop that specialized knowledge about your area, at the same time, I want you to be working on your sales skills, all right? And that's module nine through 16. And those are five sales skills. I don't want you to talk to anybody yet, Lisa. Not, not anybody. If you're brand new, I don't want you to talk to anybody yet, all right? That comes later, soon, within the next 30 days. But let's make sure that you have the basic of sales skills, that you know how to pre-qualify somebody. Five skills, right? Pre-qualification, following up, presenting, handling objections, and closing. Got it? If you are a brand new agent, everybody in the, in, the, in, the, in the call, and then I'm gonna go to experience and then top agents. If you're a brand new agent, you need to make sure that you master your specialized knowledge about your area and the five sales skills. Because I don't want you talking to anybody before you have the specialized knowledge and the skills. Because if you don't have the specialized knowledge, talking to somebody is gonna be very frustrating for you because they're going to find out that you don't know what you're talking about. Got it? All right, so first and foremost, I need you to develop those specialized, uh, specialized knowledge. And then if you want to get listings, and you said at least right here, you know, you talk, please give us to a newer agent that has no listings. If you don't have any listings, first and foremost, you need to develop especially skill number four. So number one is pre-qualifying, making sure you learn how to pre-qualify sellers, follow up with sellers, listing presentation, which, which we have right here in module number 15, and then what? Handling objections. Because getting a listing, guys, now this is not only for new agents, this is also for experienced and top agents. Getting a listing, it's all about handling objections. And if you've been doing our course for at least 30 days, you know that there are only eight objections from sellers. So Lisa, your question was specific to getting listings. In order to get listings, we need to master the eight objections. There are only eight objections, guys, guaranteed. That's a beautiful thing now that you know how many there are, you know that you only need to learn eight objections, all right? Number one objection, there are only eight, right? Number one objection is pricing. Usually the seller thinks that his property is worth more than the market is willing to pay for it. It's normal. Number two, it's commission, right? How do you overcome the commission of a 6% 
payment from the seller. Number three is comparison. Hey, Lisa, I love your presentation, but I want to interview other agents. That's comparison. Number four is authority, right? Lisa, great presentation, but I want to speak to my wife first, right? Number five is escape technique. Lisa, let me think about it. They just have another objection. They have not disclosed that to you yet. Number six, need, no need. Lisa, if I get $800,000 for the property that I bought three months ago for $300,000, great. If not, I won't sell it. No need. I don't need to sell. Number seven is satisfied. I don't need a real estate agent. I'm completely satisfied with what I'm doing. I have a for sale sign. I have it in the flat fee MLS. I have it in Craigslist and in the newspaper. And number eight, it's compromise. Listen, bring me a buyer and I'll pay you the commission. I don't want to sign any leasing agreement. So understand in order for you to get more listings, first, you need to develop the number one ability for becoming a top listing agent, overcoming objections. And in order to do that, first, we need to develop all the previous skills because you're only going to get to the objections if you know how to sell, make the presentation, if you've done the proper follow-up, if you have pre-qualified the client. Got it? Very, very important. So that would be my advice for new agents, specialized knowledge. There's a very common saying that in order, you know, you first need to learn before you earn, right? And the beautiful thing about real estate is that you, need, you don't need to invest four or five years of your life to start making money, but you need to prepare yourself. And usually, you know, within 45 days, if you stick to this, for all of you here, instead of just looking for tips and reading books or, you know, going to different webinars at this moment and then seminars, if you stick to this program, and this is not the only good programs. There are many good programs out, out there, right? But now you chose this one, master this one. And I also recommend once you've mastered this one, look for other ones. Got it? But master one thing at a time. I, I, I always usually kind of laugh when people say, I read a book a week. Why? Master one. I read the same three, four books every single year. And I keep mastering and mastering, mastering them. You chose this program, master it. Master it first. Got it? Very, very important. So I hope that answered your question. Real quick, I'm going to go to experienced agents. If you're an experienced agent, and we have a lot of experienced agents here in the line, if you're an experienced agent, it's all about marketing, guys. It's all about marketing. Once you're an experienced agent, if you want more clients, it's all about marketing. And, you know, all of the top agents, right? This book that I authored like three, four years ago, the Ultimate Real Estate Agent book, right? These are all the top, many of the top agents in the industry, right? And brokers too, all right? Basically, they all agree that we're in the business and you know it, we're in the business of marketing. So if you are an experienced agent and you want to grow your business, it's all about marketing, marketing and marketing. We want to go from being a secret agent to what? To a real estate agent, right? In order to do that, we need to, you know, to master the skill of marketing. People need to constantly hear from you before they buy from you. One more time, people need to constantly hear from you before they buy from you. People do business with you because they like you, know you, and trust you, but more important, because you constantly remind them of what you do. Remember, it's much easier for people to do business with you when they find you instead of when you find them. And the only way to do that is through marketing. And we say there are four ways of doing marketing, right? Email, social, online, and offline. And we teach you that right here in the course. For top agents already, when we work with the top agents, what we focus on us is in creating a team, right? And we always ask the question, can I eliminate, can I automate, can I delegate these activities? If I can eliminate, automate, or delegate, then I need to do it myself. And we find out that usually the only thing that we need to do by ourselves is talk to clients, develop relationships. Everything else can be handled by the team. Eventually, if you're not a top agent yet, uh, yet, you'll get there. And that's the idea, to move you through the process of what we just explained. So eventually, all you need to do is just talk to people. That's it. Very good question. Uh, Lisa, uh, Liliana says, I love your, your podcast and the interviews. Thank you very much for the comment, Liliana. As you can see, it's very simple. You just have to put play. And, and, and you love the podcast, but mostly it's, it's the interviews, right? I'm just asking the questions to our top agents, right? So thank you very much. And again, all of you guys should not only listen to that podcast once, but two, three times to the same interview. You're going to get something new every time. And every single week, we have a new episode. Every single week. On Wednesday, 
We have Nivaldo Soria, a long-time member. He went from $15,000 a year for the first two years. And when he joined coaching, he went to become one of the top agents by the association, way over six figures. You want to learn how, to hit, hit, how he did that? On Wednesday, he's going to talk about that. Nivaldo Soria, please make sure, make sure you uh, join that, in, that interview live. We do it live. You join, you ask your questions. He's a master marketer, master marketing. And that's what I work with him every single week on how to improve his marketing skills. He started with one building. Now he has mastered five buildings. By the way, he's an only listing agent. He doesn't work with buyers. He only works with sellers, but very difficult. He works with sellers only in condominiums, right? So it's much easier to work with houses. So if you work, uh, live in a house, housing community instead of buildings, you know, getting listings is much easier. But he, he dominates the listing market in buildings. You want to learn how he did that? Join us on Wednesday, 1 p.m., uh, Wednesday Eastern, because I know how we have agents from different parts of the country. Nivaldo Soria, his first two years, he did $15,000 each year. He saw me at the association. He paid in advance for the one-on-one -on -one coaching at the time, what's only $5,000, and he completely change his business. He's going to explain to you exactly what he's doing today in 2020. Master marketer, master, master marketer. All right. Uh, Steven, hi. Hello, Orlando. Hello, Steven. Nice to have you here. I listened to your Facebook course and work on putting a Facebook ad to my zip code, but Facebook shows that it estimates zero lead. Should I expand? Yes. The area I'll, although it is outside my specific area. Very good point, Stephen. So very important. Facebook doesn't allow you to pick your audience in real estate by zip code. Maybe you have not. I don't know if Stephen is right here. Stephen, if you can put your camera, because this is very important right here. I saw Lisa that I was answering her question. If you can come into the call right now and we can speak, that'll be great. Okay, let's see how, here we go. Okay, can you, let's see, mute, unmute. Can you listen to me? Yeah. Okay, hey Steven, how are you? Good, man, and you? Good, 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 good. So very important question right here for all of you that are doing Facebook ads. Did, did, did you finish the campaign or you left it on draft? I left it on draft. Okay, very important. So when you finish the campaign, understand that it's not going to get approved. The reason being is that Facebook has three gated categories, employment, financing, and housing. Got it? Mm -hmm. So you, it hasn't been a claim because you didn't, you didn't get it approved. So Facebook, when you're talking about housing, it's going to give you a minimum radio of 15 miles, one five, 15 miles. The way, all right, you, you segment that audience, is by specifically mentioning your area. So for example, we're right here in Coral Gables, right? Coral Gables is big, we're in North Gables. So if I wanna do a Facebook campaign on North Gables, right? It would be the five things owners in North Gables need to know before selling their home. The three mistakes owners in North Gables need to know before selling their home. This is going to get to people outside North Gables because Facebook is giving me at least 15 mile radius. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. So, but the message is tailored to who? To North Gable age, uh, owners. Got it? Yeah. Got it. Makes sense. All right. Okay. So how do you, how do you, how do you, you're going to have to expand it to 15 miles, but how do you segment it by the message, including your specific community? Got it. Okay. Does that answer your question? Yeah, for sure. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Man. All right. Good. Good question. And that's very, very, very common. We have good questions. Fabrice, can you repeat the six sales skills? Please. Sorry. Six specialized knowledge. Very good. And by, by the way, Fabrice is just mastering YouTube. You're killing it. Fabrice on YouTube. Congratulations. Uh, he has over a thousand views in a weekly basis. He lives in my mid beach. And you're doing an awesome job uh, with, with YouTube and it's working very well for, for you. Okay, so the six things you need to know, guys, very, very important. Not only to know, but every single week, that's your weekly update for your area. Here we go, six things, right? 
number of properties for sale, average price, average price per square foot, highest for sale, lowest for sale, based on the market. Ideally, you wanna go very detailed for the one, two, three, four bedroom units, all right? Right now, at this point, active. If you wanna go pending, great. If you wanna go close sales in the past three months, even better. The more detail, the better. Got it? Very, very, very important question. All right, Lisa, thank you very, very helpful. Thank you, my pleasure. Thank you for the question, Lisa. Laura says, why do you think it's easier in houses, getting leases in housing communities? And I know, Laura, you live in a, in a high-end condominium, all right? So why is it easier to work with houses? Very simple. Again, we have on Wednesday, Nivaldo Soria. So for all of you who live in a condominium, please make sure you join us on Wednesday at 1 p.m. I'm going to leave you the... the uh, the, uh, as a matter of fact, let me, get, let me do it right away because if not, I'm going to forget. I had this right here, uh, right here. Please go here to this link that I'm going to give you and register so you can get the alert right here. Uh, let me make sure that I po post it right here. I'm going to post right here, guys, in the chat. The Miami Real Estate Show live, register for this upcoming. Do it right now, because if not, you'll forget and you'll get a reminder. So Laura, very simple. When you live, when you have a listing in condominiums, it's just more difficult because you can do open houses, right, on condominiums, or, or it's more difficult to do open houses in condominiums. And number two, the most important thing, you can't have a for sale sign in a condominium. Now, when you have a house, you can do open houses pretty much every day of the week, right? But more important, you have a for sale sign. So the beautiful one of, you know, becoming a listing agent has many advantages, all right? One of them, it's leverage, right? You can work with five buyers in the same day, but you can have five, 15, 20. Nivaldo has more than 30 listings right now. Can you work with 30 buyers at the same time? Nivaldo on Wednesday, we're gonna have him on Wednesday. He has 30, over 30 listings right now. And we have agents that have three times as much, four times as much, right? You can work with 30 buyers at the same time. So that's one of the top advantages, right? Not only that, but you work with, according to the National Association of Realtors, guys, get this. According to the numbers, the statistics from the National Association of Realtors, you work with buyers on average 32 hours but only eight hours with sellers. Got it? Why? Well, because with buyers, you need to be very engaged, taking them places, right? And it takes you four or five hours and you see Lorenzo going like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lorenzo is like, yeah, you know, right? So we want to make sure that we don't forget about buyers, but we focus on sellers. Got it? All right. So now, the last thing, Laura, that I wanted to mention that is very, very, very important with sellers, it's marketing that I just mentioned, right? So everybody finds that if I'm working with buyers or in a community with, where I have the listings, it's very difficult for people to know that I have that listing. But when I have houses, all those for sale signs are mine, and that is 24-7 free advertising. That being said, many of you don't have that option. Nivaldo doesn't have that option, period. He lives in a condominium, right? And he started in Grandview Palace and you're gonna see that. And I know very, you know, his business very well because I do one-on-one, I do his one-on-one -on -one coaching, right? He does one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. So he started at Grandview Palace, started making good money. Then he moved to the Akoya and meet on a beautiful building on the water. But now he's doing much better. And now he moved to one of the premier buildings in Miami Beach, right? Which is the blue and green diamond, right? All of those are what? building condominiums, right? So he's going to talk about how he has mastered those five buildings, six buildings he targets right now as a condo community. It's a very unique uh, way of getting listings in those communities, but it's key if you live in a condominium because it's much difficult to do listings in condominiums, right? Or get business from listings in condominiums that it is from houses. So I hope that answers your, your question. I understand that it's better to work with sellers and get listings, but the only reason why it's easier to work with houses is because the sign, the sign and the open houses, the signs and the open houses, uh, Laura, make it way, way easier. And it is a huge, huge difference. Got it? But again, many of you don't have that option and that's okay. They are very successful listing agents living in condominiums. If you live in New York, 
You don't have any other option. Got it? If you live in downtown Miami, if you live in any big downtown in the United States, you don't have any option. You live in a condominium. So I'm not saying it's impossible, but if you live in a housing community or if you live in an area where there is a mix, my suggestion to you is that go first for the single family homes. That's all, all right? But it's not a deal breaker, all right? So right here, uh, I understand that it's getter to work. Okay, got it. It's because of the housing. Got it. Thank you. Very good. All right. So I'm going to go. If you have any other questions, guys, please let me know. Write it here in the chat. In the meantime, make sure you register for Wednesday's uh, real estate show. Let me go and share right here my screen uh, to continue right here. I had some other questions that I wanted to answer from current. I think I answered that one. Okay, yes, this is very, very important. Can you please clarify the Project 250? I would like to know, is the Project 250 a list of individuals that are in our farm area? Or is it a list of most important or closest contacts? Very, very good. Great question. So the Project 250, all right, is a list of at least 250 people that you know has nothing to do with their ability, financial ability or need to buy or sell a home. Nothing to do with it. I just want to make sure, remember step number three, we talk about the experience, we talk about what the community and building a list, right? The list is the heart of your business. So the Project 250, but by the way, I didn't invent the Project 250. It was given to me when I started working with Bank of America back in 1995, 1996. And then when my contract got, uh, got purchased and I went to Prudential Financial, I had the same exercise. So huge companies, sales organizations use this. So I just wanted to share it with you, which is what I did in these two companies and what I did when I uh, you know, became a real estate agent. Project 250, a list of at least 250 people that you know, regardless of their ability or need to buy or sell a home. All of you, all of you, I haven't met a real estate agent that don't, doesn't have at least 250 people combined in contacts with, between their, their uh, phone, their Facebook, and their email addresses. All of you, all of you have at least 250 people. How can you find them? The phone, social media, and through your emails in your database, all right? Now, again, one more time, it doesn't matter whether they have the ability or the need to buy or sell a home. You just want to position yourself on those 250 people minimum. If it can be 3,000, even better. But you want to position yourself as the number one choice. Here's, here's, my, here's my message to you guys. The person that is in front, and, and, and especially for the experienced agents to understand, please stop everything that you're doing right now because this is my number one advice. The person that is most in contact or in front of the buyer and seller is the person that has the highest probability of getting their business. Your job is to make sure that you are the one that is the closest to your buyers and sellers, that has the highest frequency and consistency, right? There is not a lack of real estate agents. They don't need you or me. They usually go with that person that has been a position in their mind as their number one choice. Think about Coke, uh, 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 sodas, right? What's the number one soda in the world? Everybody's going to say what? Number one soda, Coca-Cola. What's the number two? Everybody's going to say Pepsi. What's number three? I don't know. Some people say 7-Up. Some people say Dr. Pepper. You know, that number three is very difficult. So what it means is that we as consumers, as consumers, we have space only for one or two brands. Where you want to be is at minimum the number two agent, ideally the number one. And the only way you can do that is by building that list and strengthening the relationship with that list, right? You can't force anybody to do business with you. The only thing you can do is be there in every step of the process from very, very, very early on, right? Very early, right? Every, every day, ideally, every day, if not two times a week at minimum, right? There, all the time, email, social, online, offline. 
That's all you can do. You can't force anybody to do business with you, but you can constantly remind them that you can help them. It's all marketing. The top agency in the country, all right, the top, and look, watch the Miami real estate show. All of them say the same thing. We are in the business of marketing. All right, guys? So very, very, very important point. You're welcome, Fabrice. Uh, so Lisa says, what are we going to do with the Project 250? Great question, Lisa. So what do we do with the Project 250? Very simple. We get all those names, phone numbers, and emails, and we put them right here. All right? And we put it in the black box email marketing CRM automatically. So if those people live in your community, Lisa, in the community you want to target as a listing agent, you put it in the seller's list. If those people do not live in your community, you put them into the buyer's list. So you let the system send, send them relevant information either for buyers or for sellers. It's not the same information for both. They have completely different opposite needs. Does that make sense, Lisa? All right, so you put all those people in your data, in your email marketing CRM. If you don't use the black box, or if you have any other one, that's fine, that's okay too. But you need to have an email marketing system that allows you to position yourself as the expert of choice. Again, those 250 people, and if it can be more than that, and for most of you, it's going to be more than that, make sure you include them. Your job every single day, or at least three times per week, is to go into your database and see how many people I got. By the way, go to the Miami Real Estate Show, either the podcast or the interview. And another last one, but before the last one, I interviewed Riley Smith, number one agent in Miami. I'm gonna share that with you right now. So you can go there. Let me go right here. Uh, I'm gonna give you this right here. And he says something so important, which relates specifically to the uh, list right here. And uh, right here, which one it is right here. I'm gonna give you, and make sure guys you subscribe so you don't miss any, any, uh, any uh any updates right here uh right here let me show you this right here this is guys the number one agent in miami and most of you know it because i mention him all the time i'm gonna give you the link right here i want you to watch that interview subscribe to the youtube channel and listen or you have the option to listen it in the podcast make sure if you can leave uh, a good review on the podcast i highly uh Appreciate that and subscribe to the podcast so you can get the, uh, the re re reminders. So right here, let me share with you this right here. This is Riley Smith right here. And it's very interesting. This is the Miami real estate show and he's talking about it right here. Over 300 properties sold in 2019. All right. I just put this what three weeks ago, brand new interview, brand, brand new. We, we should this interview. We recorded this interview back in February. So it's brand new. The reason I'm mentioning this one to you is because he says something very important, many things that are very important, but some, something that pertains to specifically to 50. He says the following, my number one objective every single day is to get more emails. My number one objective every single day is to get more emails. That's it, that's my obsession. Emails, 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 and more emails. Got it? That's number one, because he knows that is, the easiest, the cheapest, the fastest way to get to people. Now he also knows, and he has a phrase that says, he also knows most people are not going to read it, but he has a phrase that goes like this. Yeah, no, they're not going to read it, but in order to delete it first, they have to see it. All you want to do is position yourself as the expert. So what do you want to do with that list of 250 people, Lisa, is to make sure that you put them in Octopus. You have access to this, right? And making sure that they receive your email. And every single day you go into your dashboard, Right in the black box, you go into your dashboard and see who opened it, and then you call those people because those people already know who you are. They read your email, and many of them not only read your email, but they click into your email. Got it? Very, very, very important. All right, so let's see right here. Okay, how can I watch? Uh, Laura says, How can I watch last week's webinar from Tampa Bay Broker? Uh, Laura, we also have, we have two weeks delay on every single episode. So we give enough time for people to watch that current episode. So the next episode that is going to air is tomorrow. It's already 
on the cloud. We're going to put it uh, public tomorrow, which is Talita, Talita Pinedo. She was here and, and, and Jose is going like this. It was an amazing interview, right? Talita has been with us for six or seven years now. I highly recommend, Talita went from being an assistant to a realist, a top agent, all right, to becoming a top, top agent. So this week we're going to have Talita. And then next week we're going to have the broker, Andrew uh, Duncan, over 800 properties sold. We're going to have them uh, two weeks from now, all right? Uh, we are thinking about, since we're doing it every day, we're thinking about releasing one episode every day. So most likely, according to what we decide here in the office, we're going to release it next week, all right? But the latest in two weeks from now. Tomorrow, we're releasing Talita, all right? Uh, all right, Shirley, it shows your podcast, get five stars. That's awesome. Thank you. And, and Shirley, if you can put a five star, if you can review it, I'll greatly appreciate it. The more, uh, you know, good feedback uh, you give us. And uh, Jose, I have to, kudos to you. Thank you very much for putting a great review on Facebook. I really appreciate it. And I think you did it in, in Google too. So if, guys, very important. By the way, our reviews, help us with that. And we will help you too, all right? It's important that you build your online presence. So Laura asked about uh, Andrew. Andrew has more than 800, not only sold, not only properly sold, 800 reviews on Zillow, right? You need to ask your people for reviews. I'm asking you right now, please go to the Montero organization in Google and, and write a review. I'm asking you to, to put a review on, 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 uh, on, on the podcast. And it's going to take you time to build that review. But ask all your, your clients, right? Ask all those people that have interacted with you. Because eventually, we're going more virtual, 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 right? So you need to truly create, create a presence online. And you know that according to the National Association of Realtors, right? 92% of all buyers and sellers will research you first online before interacting with you. So start right now. It's not going to happen overnight. Start right now asking people for reviews. So I'm asking you right now. So please, if you can review, right, our Google page, right? If you can review on Facebook, like uh, I'll say, thank you very much. I said during the weekend, if you can put a five, put a five star on our podcast, I'll highly appreciate it. Right. Ask everybody that you know that is giving you good feedback. Okay, if thank you for 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 the comment, please if you can review it. All right. So very very good point. Uh, okay, Laura says I usually don't like to ask for these reviews. So again, I feel very comfortable. All right. Um, I don't see why not. If I provided a good service, all right, I'm not going to ask somebody that has not mentioned, well, thank you very much for what you did. Would you mind giving me a review, all right? Uh, and for some of you, I understand if you don't feel comfortable, but we leave from reviews. And it's going to help you more and more and more. You wanna get started right now. You wanna build your online presence. So Laura, I highly suggest you, you, you start practicing that. You don't like it, but still, still practice it. And, and, and there are many things we don't like to do, right? But they are so beneficial to our business. Uh, sometimes I, I don't like to do weights, but it's good for my body, right? Sometimes I don't feel like running, but it's good for me. So is it good for your business to ask for reviews? Definitely. And, and think I, people are very accustomed, already people that already know you, uh, but it's going to help you so much in your business. All right, uh, that I think you need to start changing the, the you know, your, the, the way you approach asking for a review. I leave it up to you. I don't mind at all. I don't mind. You know, it's just, I just ask a lot of people to, for, for the reviews. Some people will do it. Some people don't. Some people will leave a bad review and leave it, right? All of the reviews can be five stars. No, no, because it doesn't sound real, right? And that's okay, all right? So, Ariela, uh, so hi Orlando, did you say the review needs to be done in the Montero organization? Yeah, so if you go here, because I already have it here, so if you can put a review, I highly recommend, uh, uh, appreciate that, so I go here. I already have it in my notes, so you guys can go right there, all right? Uh, so yeah, the Montero organization, I'll put it right here. Thank you very much for asking that question. Um, again, right here, so get the link to your page on Google. So go right here and I already have it here. So if you click on that page and you review it, I'll appreciate it, 
all right? Uh, so that's right there, Ariela. So if you're gonna do it, I really appreciate it. Uh, right here says, Laura, but when I do, I ask for a review on a Facebook page. Do you usually ask right after the closing? It's, so we have so many interactions, you and me, I'm not talking about us, Montero Organization, I'm talking all of us, right? That usually you get a thank you from your client, right? It can be during the process, it can be after the process. When, when you see that there is a more than a formal, oh, thank you very much for what you did. No, no, when you, when you see your clients thanking you for something, right? It can be during the process or after the process, right? Asking, would you mind giving me a review? And, and Laura, a hundred times out of a hundred, said, yeah, sure, no, I, I don't mind. So have your link and send it to them via text. Listen, all you have to do is click in here and put whatever you want. I'll highly appreciate it. It will help my business. And if you have a business, right, and I don't work a business with you, send me yours so I can review you too, right? So you help each other, right? So very important. Also, don't just start asking for reviews and to your family and friends. Ask to real clients because Google knows very well somehow, all right, that is not a real review. So ask real clients. Very, very important. So Laura, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's whenever you think it's appropriate, you don't have to wait until the closing. One more thing, Laura, not only on Facebook, I highly recommend uh, uh, Google uh, because of the online algorithms, right? So very, very important. Uh, Shirley, just an idea for her. Thank you, Shirley. I told my client I was in an office challenge for a $100 gift card from my, my broker, all right? All my clients were happy to give me an honest review to help me win. Give them a reason to help me. Just an idea for her. I love that one, Cheryl. So I'm gonna repeat it again. I told my client I was in an office challenge for a hundred dollar gift card from a broker. All my clients were very happy to give me an honest review to help me win. Give them a reason to help me. Just an idea for her. Exactly. Right? So that's another. Listen, um, Mr. Clay, I'm in a contest right now. Would you mind giving me a review? It's just we're playing a game in the, in the office and I highly, highly appreciate it. And by the way, I know, Mr. Klein, you have a small business. And by the interaction that I have with you, you know, I truly value what you've done. So I don't mind giving you a review on your business. All right? I would love to give you a review on your business too. All right? Uh, Laura says, I'm sorry, but we're on Google. So most of you already have. So for example, if most of you already have a Google page. And if you don't, then you need to create it, all right? Lorenzo, that's a good one. Yeah, I think that is a, an, an amazing, amazing one, all right? But again, it's not only Google. Uh, uh, remind people to subscribe to your YouTube. Uh, and, uh, and for most of you in the future, for, for, especially for the experienced agents. Uh, and I have Alex, uh, Alex LaRota right here. He has a, a YouTube channel that is uh, doing very, very well. I have a breeze that is doing very well. I also recommend podcasting. Uh, for those of you who want to go, yeah, this is more for the experience, transitioning to top producer or to a top producer uh, advice. Think about podcasting, guys. Uh, it gives you another medium of getting to more people. So I see Jose right here in front of me with that. I'll say, if you want to get started with podcasting, uh, that will help you a lot, right? Uh, develop your communication skills. That will help you a lot. Uh, position yourself as the expert so clients see you not only through email through Facebook to through YouTube but you also have a podcast you also have a YouTube channel that you have uh, webinars on like uh, Alex so we want to make sure oh Elena says what do you think about Zillow reviews definitely uh, I don't know if if you are not paying Zillow you can also get the reviews but Listen, zero reviews are very, very, very important, especially for those premier agents, right? So yeah, definitely those reviews in zero are very, very good. All right, guys, so it's 11 p.m. Uh, we went a little bit over, but to me it's uh, usually 45, but to me it's you know, even more important if, if we can go more than that. Your questions make, make this session, all right? Uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Liliana. Thank you to all of you who ask questions. If you have any other questions, I'll stay here for the next five minutes. If not, we can close uh, the session. But thank you to all of you for participating. Make sure you ask questions in the forum, guys. Uh, that's the way we can help you the fastest, right? And I think all of you experience that when you pose a question in the forum, we answer those questions usually within 48 hours, most likely 24 hours, all right? And it's me, my brother, sometimes it's the two of us, it's the whole team asking you for questions. 
So we're here to help you grow your business. The only thing we ask for you is tell us how, right? Tell us how we can help you grow. What are you having challenges on? All of us have challenges. That's what I have my coach, Dan Sullivan, right? I have business challenges. That's my go-to guy. When I have challenges in marketing, I go to my uh, uh, marketing coach, Perry Marshall, right? I go to, that's my go-to guy. Uh, and I have a community, a mastermind group in Toronto that we get together, right? Every quarter and uh, we talk about our challenges. All of us are have challenges. The, the faster we, we communicate those challenges to uh, people that are, are, are our level or above, the faster we can solve those challenges, all right? Uh, Laura says, what's your favorite community in Coral Gables? By far, Gables Estates. All right, that's my, that's my, and Jose laughs. So Laura, yeah, for especially my daughter who is 11 years old. Uh, she is a, uh, uh, and uh, said lowers, uh, lowers a hand. Yeah, by far uh, Gables Estates in Coral Gables, it's our, it's our favorite area. All right, uh, Laura said, Liliana says, me too, me too. So for those of you who are in Florida, uh, I live in Coral Gables uh, and my favorite area, it's, it's just Gables Estate. All right, guys, uh, it's been a pleasure to serve you. I hope to keep serving you many times during the day this week. Ask questions. We are here to help you guys, all right? God bless you all. I'll see you in the forum Wednesday, 1 p.m. Make sure to log in into our session. Right there, we have the link. We put it the link, and I'm going to put it one more time for those of you who are still here. I'm going to put the link to the Miami Real Estate Show one more time in case you didn't register right here. It's right here, oops, right here. Let me copy it right here. Make sure to register for Wednesday's uh, session with Nivaldo Soria. Bless you all guys. Thank you very much. Nice to see you. Take care guys, bye-bye.